From our Run the Bear Media, this is Dads on Dads on Dads. Welcome to the Dads on Dads on Dads podcast, a show about the lighter side of fatherhood. Each week, us three newish dads answer listener-submitted questions about dad stuff, dad things, and dad-adjacent subjects. Want your questions answered and your name said aloud in stentorian tones in a real time on a real live podcast by real people? Well, hit us up on Facebook on the Dads on Dads on Dads page and throw us a like. Or hit us up on Twitter at Dads on Dads on Dads and toss us a follow. Or you can email us at Dads on Dads on Dads at gmail.com. Now, Dads on Dads on Dads is a kind of advice podcast in that from time to time we might give advice. But keep in mind, none of us is a registered child psychologist. So you probably really probably shouldn't take it. But we hope you have fun listening anyway. And we hope you enjoy coming along with us on our journeys through fatherhood. All right. So let's get everyone introduced. I am Paul. I am a dad, and I've been a dad now for about 11 weeks. Who's next? Uh, I am Michael. I've been a dad for about 13 weeks, if I'm doing that math correctly. Uh, I'm, I'm also a, a new dad, yeah. And I am Colin. Uh, I've been a dad for almost two years now, which makes me the senior dad, and I'm extremely uncomfortable with that. You're an elder statesman. Yeah. The old, old hand dad. This makes, is big. Makes no sense. It's like me. all yeah. quiet on the Western Front, except it's not World War I. We're sitting in a studio. We're mm-hmm. three dads. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing like all quiet on the Western nope. Front. Yeah, you got it. So, Paul, you're saying that we're all actually real people. Are you, are you sure that we're all real people? I'm as sure as I can be right now okay. that we are, in fact, real. Fair enough. So before we get to the questions, guys, because we, we got three good ones, let me ask you this. What's new in dadding right now? Um, well, for me, uh, my, my actual uh, paternity leave just ended. So... On Monday was my first day back at work after, you know, taking some time off and spending some, some time with, with my wife and the little one. So that was stressful in very interesting ways. Was you know, there a lot waiting for you when you got back? Um, yes and no. Uh, like, uh, I came in and in the morning it was like, okay, there's some administrative stuff. I have to answer some emails. There's, there's some stuff to do here. But... um. There was no, like, uh, project work because uh, my, my job is fairly project-based. But then, like, uh, middle of the day, it's like, hey, you have a week to do this thing that um, should take more than that. So uh, that, that was a little stressful. And then on top of that, I wasn't, like, looking at, at my child all day, uh, which was stressful in, its, in and of itself. So I got a, a whole bunch of pictures and videos from my wife, which was very, very helpful. Yeah, I try to do that with my yeah. wife as at work. I yeah. stay at home with my son, and mm-hmm. it's, I always try to send a, at least a few videos or pictures every day because, yeah. yeah, they need that. Yeah. And were you how removed from work were you during your time at home? Like, were you checking emails? Were you in touch with people? Or? Uh, so so I, I do have email on my phone, but uh, like the, the work email on my, on my phone, but... I did not check it. <laughs> so, like, occasionally something would come through. It's like, oh, you, notification, you have a, a thing here. Uh, but that nobody attempted to contact me about something that I could, you know, be called in for. That's uh, awesome. Which was nice, except yeah, yeah. for my expense reports, which fell way behind, and they yeah. almost canceled my corporate card. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, you gotta keep you got to keep current on those expense reports. That's true. Right? Yeah. All the TPS reports. I was going to ask yeah. if you... Got the memo about that. You know, I, I got a copy of the memo, and I just, I just <laughs> forgot that one time. Yeah. yeah. We can send it over again. Okay. okay. You probably sure. should. You yeah. probably should send yeah. it over. We just started cloth diapering. <laughs> Ooh. Into the void. You're a pioneer. <laughs> I have it's, no idea how you do that. Um, well, it's... I, do I, you have an idea I, how you do that? I actually literally <laughs> don't know how you do that. I'm not 100% sure either. Um, there, I mean, there's, you know, you have the diapers, and then there's, ins- there's liner inserts, and then... And then there's and then there's liners over the bottom of the diaper. <laughs> I just so realized I don't really know a lot about cloth diapering. So Paul, from what you're it's describing, way different. yeah, it, it sounds like you put a, a disposable diaper on and then you put a cloth <laughs> diaper on over the top. It's not it's not quite like that, but you do need to put liners in because mm-hmm. you know the di- you know the, you if you can reuse the diaper after he goes, you want you want to be able to do that. We were going to do it when he was a newborn. 
Um, but then we saw, I think the volume and how, how just how everything was just coming at you <laughs> yeah. right when you first yeah. bring them home. It's just, it's just, it was just too much at yeah. that point, I think. So we, we were fine with the disposables and we still do use disposables. I think we'll probably use them in the overnights and in the mornings, mm-hmm. but we'll try to cloth them during the day because it's going less and yada, yada, yada. But, uh, yeah, it's more environmentally friendly. Yeah. And they're adorable. They're, the cloth diapers are actually adorable. Really? Yeah, they're like, they like come with fun designs on, you know, on, you know, so he's, you know, so he's a, you know, one, once he could be a farmer. There's all like, uh, <laughs> those are all like little, little barn, barnyard animals on one. And there's, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that they, that they do with that. So, yeah, it's cloth diapering. Nice. I don't know. Into, we're, yeah, this is new territory. Yeah. And but- I've got to learn it. Let me ask, uh, the, the liners, are the liners disposable? Yes. Okay, so, yes. so you are putting on a regular there's disposable like, diaper underneath. There's, like, there's, <laughs> there's the diaper, which right. insert inside goes like a cloth liner, okay. and that's what he wets. Okay. But over that, there's like another, like, another bio, then they're bio, the ones we have are biodegradable. Okay, yeah. There's a biodegradable liner that kind of goes over that. And do they absorb like a disposable diaper does? Is the Kind of, any kind of material like that the cloth the cloth does yeah, yeah it's okay. it's it's really absorbent and and it gets you know you could you could you could because you don't feel the disposable diapers when you take them off mm-hmm. you know you don't like say hmm, oh wow he really wet no but when you take the cloth liner out you can say wow like, oh that's so like he that's <laughs> he really went yeah, yeah. he had to go yeah you know that's what that was about yeah. you know so that's there's yeah for for several weeks when our son was born we would we so we had the disposable diapers that had a little line that changed color when he yeah. peed. So we're like, okay, it's wet. So every time we saw the line, we changed so the diaper. So convenient. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, and then we were. I was looking at you know the, one of the only ways to measure their health at that time is to know like how much they're going. So you keep track of the dirty diapers and the wet diapers. And I was like, this kid's got like fifteen to twenty wet diapers a day. Boom. Just mowing but them down. Most of the websites I saw were like, oh, you know, six plus is fine. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, he's peeing like three times more than he's supposed to. But we didn't know that you don't really have to change the yeah. diaper literally every single yeah. time they pee. So <laughs> Right. No, like really... when he wets a little bit, yeah. you don't have to. And that's what we started doing at the end of the disposables. It's like, you know, if he only went a little bit and the line yeah. only – if the line only changed a little bit, you know, we, we stopped – we stopped pulling them off of them. But I, I interpreted it the opposite. I was like, man, my kid's doing three times better <laughs> than, than all these other average kids. Overachieving. Who, yeah. Right. Get, look, you're only yeah. going six times a day, 12 times. <laughs> what, uh, what color does the line on the cloth diaper turn um, it, when, when, uh, when he pees? In it? it turns fussy baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so you have to actually like identify with your child and empathize and understand what's going on with him. Hopefully. Oh, that's, well, that's, I think that's the goal. That's does, hard. Does the liner not have a wicking layer that wicks away the, the moisture? Like from an the, it wicks. Kinda? It wicks. It wicks. I'm, just... I'm, I'm sure there's some wickage going on there. I, I can't really say how much. Right. You know, I mean, I don't want to besmirch the, the wicking cloth level is not. We like... literally just started it today. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. This is super new. Just, yeah, it's just yeah. super oh, wow. duper new. We just, it was just this morning. I'm like, so excited to check back in on this in a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do we give it a week? That's the question. No, we're good. We're definitely, we're, we're in. Okay, we're in for a time. Look, there's a lot of cloth divers floating on around there. I mean, you can you can you can come by them relatively easily. Okay. So that's I mean she, Emily, you know, my wife Emily's she's got her supply and we're we're doing this. How do you yeah. come about the, <laughs> And uh, I don't think I have a choice. <laughs> how, how do you uh to how do you how do you get the liners though? Like are the liners as available as the diapers themselves? Oh yeah, no, there's not like a bottleneck. There's not like a liner bottleneck either, okay. man. There's there's a lot out there. It's just flooded the market. Just wow! So just, what you're saying is, don't buy uh, cloth diaper futures at this point because it's just gonna go down. <laughs> I feel like I feel like people say I want to do cloth diapers because it's it's better for the environment. Right. It's you know, and that's the. And I, mm-hmm. I was in like me personally. I was in. I was raised in cloth mm-hmm. diapers. Uh, if you have easy until access. he was 18, I believe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, until I was uh, how many ever months is that? Uh, 120 until I was about 180 months. Mm, yeah. 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 It's good. Um, like, I feel like a lot of people want to do it and then they get home. Yeah. And then they're like, no. Yeah. No, Which is like no. parenthood in general. No, like, a- <laughs> we've always tried to be conservative in our, you know, use of like, I'm, I'm environmentally concerned and right. we try not to waste things, recycle, whatever. You get a kid and it's just like, it's all 
plastic and everything is just thrown away and we use so many more paper towels now and wipes and you try to like limit when you use a wipe versus a paper towel versus just an actual towel it's our our trash output is spiked so high it's <laughs> yeah. really hard to fight that so no, yeah that I makes mean, sense you, you can, make a lot of trash and you really do and you know you want to be you want to be the responsible citizen but then man when it's, it's when they're going 15 times it's a day, so hard it's really hard yeah it's really hard yeah and it's so much easier just to, all right give me another one let's get another box of these disposables and that's yeah. you know now to be fair it's not actually easy it's just easier no exactly <laughs> precisely because <laughs> i i, I want to put this out there it's not like we're like man i'm just lazy <laughs> i don't i don't want i don't want to do this stuff it's no it's like I, I, it's, it's hard it's 2 a.m yeah and oh, you yeah. know he's screaming and it's 2 a.m and you yeah. must be lonely yeah. if you have cloth diapers <laughs> must be lonely. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get to the questions um Question number one uh, comes from one of our listeners, Michael Hagens. Um, what do you do for personal time or self-care, that sort of thing? Do you carve it out? Are you able to carve it out? How much time, if you have it, do you have that sort of thing? So, Colin, what are you, what are you, doing, what are you doing to take care of yourself these days? Um, well, so there's, we're down to the one nap. So I've got that window in the afternoon. It's usually about two hours. Um, but aren't you supposed to sleep when the baby is sleeping? I don't. We actually, he's been a good sleeper for most of his life. Right. So we haven't, I haven't been so, I haven't needed that nap. There have definitely been afternoons where I've just collapsed against my will and just fallen unconscious. But for the most part, I'm looking forward to that time to, you know, watch some TV or, you know, play some video games or read or whatever kind of call-in time um, I need. So there's that, and then there's after he goes down, uh, we have the evenings to, you know, the wife and I have dinner, and we watch our shows and things like that. So it was easier. Like, I look back at when he was first at home with us, and in the mornings when, when my wife was still on maternity leave, like, she would go to the gym, and she would, he'd be asleep on her chest, and she would transfer him to my chest, and I would just sit there and, like, play the Xbox with my friends online at like 10 in the morning with his baby sleeping on me. And it's like, that is so gone because he's almost a toddler now. And so it's, 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 it's hard. I do exercise while he's awake. Uh, so I'm either running or working out at home. And at home... You're an avid runner. I, yeah. yeah did yeah, you, have, did you yeah. have to give it up for a time when he, um, when he was first born? Not really. I'm trying to remember how that happened because my wife was home so I could run during her maternity leave and then once she went back we did get a running stroller i think pretty soon because by that time he was old enough you know they have to be able to hold their head up sit upright for a certain amount of time take a little little jiggle right um so yeah i was able to to run with him then um and he he took to that pretty well he falls asleep usually so that's not too bad um to do that with him get him outside you know get him see the city stuff like that but uh working out at home can be tough with him and honestly like tv helps i hate to i hate to just resort to that i don't always do it but you know you put on the cartoon i see i see you know i see uh my son teddy looking at the screen and i say you know is this am i being a bad parent yeah and i'm not even it's not like i'm plopping him down in front of the tv i mean we you know it's, it's not you know it's not like we have anything objectionable on either but it's you know you know am i doing him a disservice by even letting him look at a screen but yeah. you know my wife and i talked about it and we we're there's so many, we live in New York City, right? There's so many screens everywhere you go. Yeah, and there will be for the rest of his life. It's right, not like he's right. never, you know, you just have to, I think, I think it's how they use it. So we right. kept the phones away from him forever. And even now, if he can grab one of our phones, for whatever reason, it's just been like, like he just brings it to us. He doesn't like start playing with it. He's like, oh, that's daddy's phone. I'll bring it to him. Because we always ask him just to bring us the phone. So. That's been good. But the TV, I mean, he's, he's into the TV for sure. Like, he'll walk into the living room and do T, T, and that's the TV. So At what, at what age did he, did he finally start to? That was. Did you notice, at what age did you notice that it, like, captured his attention? Um, well, we used to, so one of our routines was on weekend mornings. We would watch a show together. This is even before um, our son was born. And, uh, you know, we'd watch whatever, Netflix series. We'd always do that and have coffee and bagels, all that stuff. And so for a while we were doing that with him and then we were watching The Punisher on Netflix and we realized that he was really kind of clocking what was happening and we're like, oh, this needs to stop. Why did we let this go on this long? That was, uh, oh, when was, that would have been, that was several months ago. So 
then we we kept it to more family friendly stuff. We're watching the Great British Bake Off with him in the mornings now, so that's Good. a pretty safe choice for <laughs> for a two year old, I think. Yeah, I mean, when yeah. he you know when he gets the when he gets the, the the baking bug, there you go. Yeah, rather than the punishing bug, <laughs> right? That's, <laughs> free, that's know, what free, we want. Free sweets. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. You, you don't even have to bake. Yeah. That's inter- That's interesting. Yeah, it's, I mean, we're. I mean, we haven't consciously given him screens, phones, anything like that. I mean, he can't manipulate anything like that yet. You know, yeah. we certainly we don't. You know, I'm not even sure that I'm not even sure that he's registering what's going on right now. But yeah. I, but you could see it though. You could see the eyes drift over. Yeah. Oh, it's and, it's magnetic. It, and you yeah. could and you could see and you you know and you could see the attention kind of focus there. I've you know, but you're carrying him over. He's over your shoulder, and so you could always turn the other way, and then yeah. he looks back at you. So, well, you know, sometimes I. Uh, if Finn's being pretty fussy or something, um, we might put him down in in the little play gym. Paul, I know you have the same play gym. We right. turn on the elephant. This elephant has some flashing lights on it and some some music that plays, and he will stare at that like like someone staring at a TV. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's like, oh, I I see you. Yeah. You're you're gonna be a big TV watcher when you know you yeah. have something to watch. Yeah, but, uh, and that's what yeah. we do with most of our free time. So we can't expect him to do anything different. Like why you know it's. I learned it from watching you, Dad. Exactly. Yeah. Right, or listening to things too. He yeah. not. I mean, because I listen to a lot. I yeah. listen to podcasts. I listen mm-hmm. to a lot of music. There's always usually some audio playing on in the house, and I used to sing to him a lot. Yeah. Because it's it was easy. It was an easy way to soothe them. Yeah, that still works for me too. I that's lo- that's very effective. Easy, just easy yeah. way to soothe them, right? I was I was heartened because I you know when I when I threw on the 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 Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack. And he, and, he, yep. and, he, and he dialed right in. Oh, that's great. And he listened, and, you know, I didn't have to sing for a night. Yeah. You know, and that put, and that put him to sleep. It's usually right before, right before bedtime. You can, you know, he can, you know, I could sing to him a little bit, or he can listen to something. So that's, that's one thing that I've noticed is that, you know, the media that I'm playing in the house, you know, he's starting to pick up on at this point. So have you yeah. started playing uh, pre-recorded versions of Mac the Knife instead of singing it to him now? No, I haven't. That's a creepy song. And That's funny. It's, I, got, it's got a, look, it's a really great melody. It's, yo, a, it's, it's a pretty creepy song. I mean, people still dig the song. It's yeah. decades yeah. later. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, I sing Beyond the Seat to my son. That's funny. Another Bobby Darren uh, mm-hmm. track, right? He did Mac the Knife. I think he? so, yeah. yeah. Mac the Knife is about a serial killer. Yeah, but Beyond mm-hmm. the Sea is like a soldier or, or, like, or something. Or like a hitman yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, they're right? very different. But both Bobby Darren. No, I mean, yes. <laughs> Kids love Bobby Darren no matter what insane topic he's singing about. If there's one piece of advice that we can give you, it's that babies love Bobby Darren. I oh, mean, sure. Like that's, I think yeah. babies love to be sung, sung to. Yeah. By yeah. Bobby Darren. Yeah. And By you, Bobby Darren. And you can be terrible, as I am. And, and they're totally into it. It's very freeing. How good do you think I am at two in the morning, you know, or... I, I mean, think you, I think you're awful, Paul. It's it's bad. <laughs> it's it's a it's it's bad sounding music, yeah. but it's still you know it still soothes the heck out of them. Yeah. What are you doing for self care these yeah. days, um, Mr. Reese? So for self care, uh, well, I mean now that now that work started, I've got a little bit of uh, I can listen to podcasts while I'm on the subway to work. My my commute's fairly lengthy, uh, about an hour. Oh yeah. Because uh, you know I <laughs> I. I decided to work in Dumbo, Brooklyn, so that's that's a ways away from where I live, and uh, so like that's that's a, a good one. Uh, my wife's been really helpful. Like on occasion, I'll be like, "Oh, there's a thing. Like I want to record a podcast," and she's you know she'll she'll take the she'll take Finn, and I'll be able to spend a little bit of time not taking care of Finn. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean that's that's not, I've I've spent some time cooking. I, I have a copy of. The bread Bible, and so I started learning about making bread, which is an interesting process. I've been thinking about that exact yeah. thing, and yeah. I feel like we have that book in our house. Yeah. I was looking at that. It's a great book. Well, I know Paul okay. has it too. So. Cool. That's yeah. it. I was I was into bread yeah. for a while. I was I was, I was a yeah. big bread guy. Next next podcast is actually going to be Dad's on Dad's on bread. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, Dad's on Dad's on toast. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. On rye. We can keep, <laughs> this can go on forever. Yeah. It's a good book though. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. a good book. And she's um and I've noticed because I because we, we I had to do a, a whole wheat flour substitution for the white flour. Um, <laughs> believe it or this not, is so specific. <laughs> believe it or not, but I was looking for tips on it and I found a forum about bread of course from the author like the author's forum and she gets on there and gives advice and tips wow all right that's a good book 
the bread bible yeah. yeah and it, you know it tells you not i guess not this what does it tell you like the science of it yeah i mean it gives you like the the ideas behind it the, i call it the philosophy of bread making i'm not sure philosophy is actually the right word but um this this episode of dads on dads on dads is brought to you by the bread bible <laughs> by uh Rose First sponsor. Bear. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean yeah, <laughs> let's hope great second will be casper i believe uh yeah we're we're working yeah. on that right, casper, right? yeah <laughs> yeah trying i have a casper i can talk about it do you have a casper i do it's very How, nice do you like? don't tell it's us until they give us money <laughs> hold them let's let's hold that opinion hostage for a while <laughs> got it, got it. uh for for my i mean for my uh for my sake in terms of in terms of personal time i mean time is a really important thing to me you know because i'm i i do need to recharge my batteries in the com- in the commute mm-hmm. i commute about 45 minutes a day um, there and back. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the subway about an hour and a half. So yeah, the podcast thing, I could read on the subway. You can do that. Um, work is sometimes slow. So, you know, at work sometimes, you know, during your lunch break, you browse the internet for a little while. Uh, but what I find most that gives me the, 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 the most, the largest block of time is the early wake up. And that's, so he goes down at eight and I think you guys stay up after your kids go down we don't really like yeah. we're, we're up for maybe like another hour yeah but we go down when he goes down because you know we have a small apartment yeah and any like any sound can be heard yeah. you know and that'll wake him up and then and then we have to do the whole song and dance again so yeah. it's just honestly it's just easier to go down with him and so once he but once he's really asleep he can be hard to wake up you know he's yeah. he's, he's you know he can sleep solidly right so if i can get up at four in the morning which i do um, I've got about probably an hour and a half to two hours when he's still sleeping where I could like work on something that I've been meaning to work on, or I could, you know, have a little leisure time and, you know, make a tea and, and maybe read something that's interesting. It's that, it's that just that little time before he gets up. And then I get that time with him when he gets up and my wife still wants to, you know, another hour or two of sleep, yeah. you know, and I could do the six to the eight and then do the handoff at eight and then I go to work. And she takes care of him. So that's you know that's that's what I've done to carve out that time for myself. It's it's so far it's so far so good. Although you know it's it, it's it's powered by the fact that my wife is willing to do all the overnights, which is a terrible deal for her. Yeah, but a great deal for me. That was how we had it set up too. Right. I would I would do everything during the day, right. and then Amy would do the the overnight stuff, it's so that t- at least one of us was rested. For, <laughs> you know what I mean for the yeah. next day. It's so a ter- we weren't it's both a- zombies. It's, I think it's, it's I think it's the way to go. Right. It. I mean, it, um, I'm glad that she's doing it. and She's very generous in doing it, but I do recognize that it that it's hard sometimes. Yeah. You know, if he's if he can get up every hour, yeah, on the hour sometimes, and or, you know, like between two and four, she'd be like, "Well, he got up at two, he got up at three, he got up at four, and they're you know, yeah." For some reason, magically, Paul, when you got up at four and put him down, he slept for a couple hours. So there you go. All right, so. <laughs> Time now for number two. Uh, this comes to us from listener uh, from uh, our, a listener Josh. He sent it to us via email. Are there any occupations that you would tell your child no if you wanted to if you wanted to pursue, or if you or that you'd push them away from? Is there any lines of work that you'd say absolutely not, not for my kid? Yeah. Or you know, are you gonna? Or are there any that you're towards which you're gonna try to nudge them? I mean, I feel like an obvious avoidance is porn star right you gotta right I no mean, that's... i don't know who gets drawn to that i feel like i don't feel like wants to do it though i'm i'm gonna generalize and any porn actors out there listening i apologize if i'm getting this wrong but i have to assume that most people going into porn don't have parents at home who are super supportive of them and everything else and they'll be like oh no please don't do this one thing right probably a lot of bad decisions have led to that point i could be wrong i, I mean yeah I, I i feel and you know again Porn actors listening to Dads on Dads on Dads, you know, obviously this is probably not the podcast you were expecting it to be. You never know. Um, I mean, but but one way or the other, I have to assume that they probably didn't start acting in order to get into pornography. No, but right. They probably started uh, going, doing some Shakespeare and then it's like, oh, well. But it's a moneymaker, though. Yeah, exactly. And if you have to support yourself, you have to support yourself. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I guess not. 
<laughs> I get. I guess I would. I guess I would ask questions. I would have a lot of questions. I would have a lot of questions, but that's way down the road. Like, oh, sure. what did I do wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it, you know, are there any other ways that you can that you can you know do do you need more support from your parents? I think would be a question yeah. That, I, that, yeah. I, that I would ask. Yeah. Um. I. That's. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy. Do you one. owe a lot of money to a Russian drug lord or something like that? <laughs> Are you gonna? We can take care of that in other ways, surely, <laughs> son. Something, something. No, but look, porn is lucrative. It is. Yeah. Would you let him play football? No. Uh, my my answer is no. 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 I mean, there's no, there's no. there's plenty of other sports out there. Yeah. I I really enjoyed baseball as a child. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed playing. You know, I enjoy I enjoy watching it and all the rest of it. Very um, little brain damage in baseball. Right. I not zero. What really put me off of it, because my wife's family, there's a, lot, there's a, there's a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of the men on her side of the family played football as kids and even into high school um, and I, th- I think even college. But the report that did it for me was that when they're in middle school, the hits delivered by other middle schoolers could be enough to start CTE. Yeah. And that, to me, that's, a, that's just a no. Yeah. You know, his brain is a bit more important to me than than maybe than maybe than honestly, what we're looking at is really college scholarships. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's why that's why parents put their kids through school, you know, or put their kids into sports a lot of times. Not necessarily because they're going to be professionals. The vast majority won't be. But you can get a scholarship to college. Yeah. Right. No, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's still not worth it. So on that same vein, then what about boxing? Because boxing kind of has the same <laughs> the same or higher risk uh, of you know, CTE. Yeah, boxing whatever. and uh, MMA yeah. would also be a no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so MMA I think feels, I, MMA feels better to me than boxing. So the reason that MMA is better is because you can hit anywhere on the body right. and not like... It doesn't like, all have to be <laughs> the brain. <laughs> hey, guess what? You know where I can hit you to make you stop hitting me? The brain. Right, yeah. I can hit your brain yeah. directly. You can do a joint lock. That's not yeah. going to give you brain damage. Right. You win that way. That's so. true. Or martial arts generally. I martial mean, arts generally, yeah. I mean, there's not a ton of um, yeah. There's not a ton of high intensity sparring. No, if at you, least especially from, at least in my if you do <laughs> a traditional like I did karate for like three or four years when I was right, a kid. Right. It was it was just a good thing for a kid to do. It wasn't right. like I never took a hit. It was fine. No, it's a way to you know it, it's a way as you get higher. I think you know you can you start sparring with people who could really rattle rattle you. I did. Who could yeah, rattle your teeth, that's true. You know? I did get kicked in the head once or twice, but I think that's fine. Right, right. I feel like it's okay. Where am I? What's happening? <laughs> I feel like it's an okay way to get energy out. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and it's, and it's good exercise. Yeah, I mean, as someone who uh, I spent eight nine years in martial arts, I have uh, a black belt or two. And like you know, it's you can definitely get hit a couple times, but it's not not quite the frequency or the um, or necessarily the intensity that you know you get with with boxing. Where yeah, it's just like full contact's pretty rare, right? Like, yeah, it's not really. Yeah, I mean, there's there can be full contact, but you know, you're you're wearing at least some gear right. that you know. With boxing, they say you know the <laughs> the gloves are there to shield the person's hand, right? Not your head. So. Um, it's yeah. Any any amount of sparring can do something like that, but I feel like yeah. it's not necessarily as frequent. With like, oh, okay, go in there and just hit each other in the head until one of you falls over. Right. And, and the higher and higher you go, I feel like the the the, the shots to the head become more frequent yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. You know, or the in the shots become quite frankly probably in martial arts probably deadlier. Yeah. Um. Did you ever get a concussion no. out of martial arts? No. Zero concussions. You? No. No. Me, I I did it for like a year. Five concussions. You're setting it up. Got a concussion in that. No, 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 no. And that was. Okay. And that was. And that was it. Ten concussions. When I was a kid, I didn't like. I didn't like the sparring. I didn't like any. Sparring was always. Yeah, that was a lot. I didn't like any of it. I liked everything but the sparring. I was like, this was middle school into high school, and it was that was tough. I think I was like seven. Yeah. I was like seven or eight, and I did not. I the one thing I recall about martial arts is that I did not like it. I did not like it at all. What about we're all in some way or another connected to performing arts, non-porn? Yeah. Uh, are you? Would you be good? You know, your kid comes to you eighteen, nineteen, wants to go to drama school. What are we? We good with that? Well, at least now I know what to tell him to expect. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which yeah, if true. he wants, to, which if he wants to do a master's, you're going to get a boatload of debt, yep. and, and you might not have it, and you might not have a concrete way to pay it off when you get out. Yep. It's Except g- for porn. <laughs> it's, well, oh, that's how it happened. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> we solved the code. Gotta pay, man, you got to pay off that MFA debt somehow, right? I'm still working on that. 
Anyway. Hey there, I heard you need to pay off some MFA debt. Hey, I, I would, that if were I a producer, that would be a, a line that I would give. You know, I heard you got some MFA debt. We can probably take care of that for you. Yeah. Were I, were I so inclined. But no, I, 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 feel, I would feel good about it. I, I think I would be supportive because it would be obvious. It's obvious, I think, from, from a younger age. You know, if you're if you're paying attention, it's obvious that the kids got the bug. Yeah, and that's and that's what they want to do. Yeah, you can support that. And also, it's obvious if they're any good. Ooh, what if they're not? Oh, what if your kid loves it and he's terrible? Ooh, that's tough. I haven't really considered it's, that. Well, it's heartbreaking. Is yeah. what it is. You know, I mean, I mean we've seen it. We've seen those guys that right. are in their twenties and they love it. And they're just you know. No, it's nothing yeah. doing right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're gonna. It's you're in for you're in for some heartbreak. Yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think you could keep him from heartbreak, right? Right. Yeah, but but at the same time, I think in a, you know, if if it comes to that and that's the situation, I think I would step in and say something. Yeah, and say this is probably not for you. Maybe redirect it. Maybe not right, even right, have right. to bring up right. that, but have, just try have to. You, have you thought about writing? Yeah. What, what are Ooh. some other things that are? Similar to what you're talking about, or or music. You know, related. Theme. No, it's yeah. mu- it's music too, right? Yeah. It's any performing yeah. art. Like, yeah. if you love music and you love to play, and you you know, and he decides that he wants to go and play professionally, I think the best way to if you if you if you're worried at all that I think talent level is an issue, I think telling them what the truly talented because in, I think in music the truly talented have gotten there through the work yeah. that they've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, it's four hours, four and five hours a day of practicing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's every day. Yeah, Charlie it's, Parker was in his room for like 12 hours a day with yeah. his saxophone, it's, right? It's, it's nonstop. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think you could, but I think you could say the same thing about, about, about the working actor, mm-hmm. about the, about the working writer, all the hours that get put into yeah. the, that get put into not only creating the art, but to the business side of the art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think giving, you know, a kid, no matter how talented he is, a realistic picture of what that looks like, then he'll at least get to affirmatively say, all right, I'm going to opt in for that yeah. rather than get there and be surprised. Yeah. You know, what do you yeah. think? Yeah. I mean, so like there's an interesting um, th- uh, example that both reaffirms and debunks uh, what, what you're talking about, <coughs> and that is the case of uh, Mr. Keanu Reeves who is objectively terrible. Oh, slow down. No, 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 a Shakespeare movie with Keanu Reeves in it, it's not good. Um, or at least his his portrayal is not good. He I, is not very good. I won't argue against that, okay. but I feel like when he gets blamed for things, maybe it's more of a miscasting than it is his own lack of ability. Well, it, they go okay, together. So, they yeah. go together. So so that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, there okay, are things that he does very well. Yes, he does Bill and Ted. Um which is which is and not Bill and nothing. Ted. And I think you're being unfair. Oh, no. Parenthood. We were talking about Parenthood earlier. The <laughs> scene where he has spoken to Joaquin Phoenix about mm-hmm. his obsessive masturbation, and he comes in and he talks to Diane Weist about it, mm-hmm. and he talks about what it takes to be a dad, and it's mm-hmm. it's a fantastic scene. And Keanu Reeves nails it, and mm-hmm. that is that's there's more than Bill and Ted going on there. That's fair and, he's, and, and he's not ter- he's not terrible in the Matrix. He's I think he's actually quite good. So when he plays Bill and Ted, okay. <sighs> <laughs> All right. All right. It's harsh. All right. Harsh. But like hard, hardworking man. But hardworking, like as, as as I said, nobody works harder than him, and his success is very, very well earned. Yeah. But like, if somebody was going to look at talent level when they were assessing Keanu Reeves, I think that they would have tried to um, stop that from happening. That said, like again, nobody works harder. He's, I, he's yeah, he's great, and he's great at Bill and Ted, and that role is is wonderful for him. I, I think I think then where I come down then is just trying to give trying to give him as much of a as clear a picture of what the world entails yeah. as right. possible right. to allow for the yeah I'm gonna do that I'm in for 10 years of that yeah yeah because it's got to be at least 10 years maybe 20 maybe 25 or even 30 before you I mean Good Lord, Morgan Freeman didn't get his his first major role, I think, until he was in his forties. Yeah, you know, and he and was if, actually a child actor. A lot of people don't know that. Really, what yeah. was he in? People like to hold him up as an example of someone who, oh, you know, he started acting in his thirties. 
he started getting recognized in his 30s. He won some kind of like state competition in Mississippi when he was 12. Right. So Jeremy yeah. Renner got a got his break late, didn't he? Um, not, was well, he in his what is he in his late 30s? I don't or know early what his 40s? break was. I remember I'm, I'm, speaking of the Hurt Locker, the yeah. one that I think the whatever catapulted it. That, I think that yeah. was the role that catapulted him to yeah. like national. Yeah, but he right? he done like he was in SWAT before that. With got the, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, I uh, think uh, yeah. Alan Rickman is one, though. He's that, a good example. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was just like, well, I'm going to try this hacking yeah. thing. He had done graphic he design like, in his 20s or something. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was 30s he started actually working. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, if you're on board for that stuff, then yeah. yeah, if you're if you're down if if you're down for 20 years of maybe struggle for maybe nothing or for maybe yeah. not the return mm-hmm. that you had imagined, yeah. sure. Yeah, as are, long as they get that. Yeah. Are there any are there any careers that you that you'd be inclined to push them towards? Um, honestly, no. Just because, like, so I mean, I I in a way I'd want to push push them towards you know learning how to program and stuff because i think that's a valuable skill moving forward yeah there's a lot of like critical thinking things that you have to do in order to solve these problems it's a lot of it's a lot of math um so like while i'd I'd want to foster that type of thinking i wouldn't necessarily want to push him into being a programmer um just because yeah like it's it's it, it it would really just depend on what he wants to do. I don't want to be like, man, you want to be a, a programmer and an actor like your old man, because that's always been a good idea. <laughs> um, like, you know, yeah, I, I want him to, to do what he loves. I think finance. Oh, because definitely. you want him to support you in your old <laughs> age. <laughs> and, uh, look, knowledge of capital markets and uh, movements of companies, that sort of thing. I mean, it's... Yeah. If you get plugged into that, yeah. if you really get plugged into that, you're never going to start. I would like to teach you're him. never going to start. I mean, I can't do this because I don't know it myself, but whatever it is that rich people do with their money, right. it's a good thing to know. Whatever that yeah. is, yeah. That, you want that, him to know that. that. alchemy that they do. What, with right. what they do is yeah. they have a lot of money. <laughs> oh, okay. Got and it. then they use it to leverage to make more money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just find a lot of money for him so, first. Yeah. If, <laughs> if he had the bet for it and he was interested... You know, and yeah. I, I, I definitely at least push it, push his education in that direction yeah. because there's nothing wrong with learning mm-hmm. about it, and I, I think it, it can only, it can only make him more likely right. to be successful but in whatever what else if, he wants to do. What about his soul? Are you worried about that? <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna start start him on shots now, so he's just doing shots off the bar, just, you know, <laughs> one shot, two shot. I mean, I think that's a, I think that's a, a stereotype, but. Um, Probably as someone who has lived in New York for a long time <laughs> and seen a lot of people in finance. Do you have a place in Murray Hill lined up for him? Is that, how think, specific to New York do we want to get here? I think we're going to start him at age three with the shots. Okay. So yeah. I think that's. That works. I think yeah. it's it's good. He's, he's yeah. he'll probably be he'll definitely It'll be, be a weak tequila. Right, right, yeah, right, right. He'll be ambulatory by then. Yeah. Right. The glasses right. are built for small hands. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And he 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 sips it at first. Mm-hmm. He sip it. Yeah. He sip it. Is his first word going to be bro? <laughs> it might be. I hope it is. I hope it's dad. That was uh, yeah. Pretty that's, sure that, that was mine. That's 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 my my, my kids. Yeah, I'd like to hear dad. Obviously. He definitely said dad way before mom, and that was a thing. I was mean, that a bone of contention? It wasn't a bone of contention, but it was definitely. I I worked on him during the day. I'd be like, you gotta come on, kid. You gotta right, say mom. Right. We gotta work on this. Throw dad a bone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From what yeah. I understand, like the it's more common to say dad first, just because. Uh, for a long time, the child thinks of mom as an extension of themselves because, like, oh, well, I came from oh, this. Okay. This is still me. So they don't even separate. They don't need a word for that person. Exactly. Yeah, it's them. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. It's. I mean, I mean, bonding, on paternity leave, bonding with my son was is really important, and it was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I hope he says dad first, just because you know, I, I just, I just want that one over my wife. You know, I just, just want to hold it over her. They and gave I just, birth, and we never, <laughs> we never beat that. That yeah. we never have anything to come back against that. So Personally, we, we yeah, yeah. give us. I'm never. I'm not, yeah, yeah. Throw me a bone here. Yeah. I'm trying. I, yeah. I want him to say "mom" first, so that I can hear the end of it. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nice. All right. So on to question number three, guys. Thanks very much. All right. So question number three is a bit, a uh, little off the beaten track. Movie dads, who's your favorite? Who's the best? And who's the worst? Right. I, I got to say, as, as I'm contemplating this question, like the, the ones that are the worst are the ones that pop up all the time. Like, honey, I right. shrunk the kids. I mean, like, 
hey guys, guess what? I'm gonna test out my shrink ray on my children. Right. Um, not a great dad. Not not a great dad. Yeah. Although I, good it, for adventure. Those but... kids would definitely get taken away. Yeah. I mean, once that was resolved. Oh my yeah, god. Protective services. <laughs> oh my. We understand you have an illegal. <laughs> shrinking ray and you shot your children with it we need you have, to you unpatented possibly nuclear device <laughs> in your home you're now an international criminal and you cannot have your children he's literally a bond villain he is at yeah. that point yeah that's true right all he's missing is what yeah. the the long monologue and the, and the huge mansion yeah the lair mayor vaughn from jaws terrible terrible yeah. dad i didn't see i didn't even know he was a dad He's terrible yeah. dad. Well, you know, in the, it's it's the scene in the hospital when he tells Brody, Brody, my kids were in the water too. Right, right. And you never see him with his kids. Multiple it, kids. Kids, yeah. Didn't know. Yeah, no, he's yeah. terrible dad. He's yeah. actually got Awful 18 dad. kids in that movie. He, he just wants those beaches open. The entire Look, beach. He's the mayor of Shark City. I thought the beaches were his kids. Because <laughs> that's all he cared about. That's all he talks about in the movie. No, the actual the beach scene, that was all his kids. The, the whole, yeah, everyone popular. Every last one wow. was just his kids. Wow. Yeah, so he's prolific. Yeah. yeah. He's a real islander. Yeah. yeah. Good. That's, that's how he became the mayor. He just had all his children vote for him. And uh, there we go. I think about dads. I don't have a specific dad for this, but the the stereotypical movie TV dad who just like isn't even aware. I mean, I guess we're talking about Mayor Vaughn here, but the you know <laughs> or Kevin McAllister's dad. He, yeah, I was, oh was going to bring him up. Yeah. I mean, he just wants to watch the game. He doesn't know what the kids are doing. He has yeah. no idea what's happening at school. He's totally detached from whatever you know that thing. I'm I'm not into that. I've always because that's you know dads complain about they're not being changing tables in our bathrooms and stuff like that. And I think that stereotype. Is like why people are like, yeah, they don't need changing tables. They're just thinking about the yeah. game. I don't ever, I yeah. never think about the game. It's never on my mind. Even when Tennessee's playing? No. Not really? For, not for years. Really? At this point. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd, look, man, I'm a huge Red Sox fan. I think, I think you all know that. And the Red Sox happened mm-hmm. to have won the World Series well. Well, Emily, Emily was in the hospital. Oh, wow. It was, yeah. it was big. Wow. It was on in the hospital room. <laughs> It was absolutely on. It was absolutely on in the hospital room. So did you burn down the hospital, I guess is the question. No, no. Did you no. flip over an empty bed? <laughs> no, not at all. No, we were, yeah, I mean, she, we were in the hospital room. I'll be fair. He's not a Philly fan. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't eat. You I, didn't climb a greased pole and eat, <laughs> eat horse feces? Is that what happened? That was a bet, apparently, but yeah. No, oh, for like a dollar. <laughs> how much motivation did he need? So yeah, somebody, I did not eat horse feces. It was awesome, though. <laughs> It was awesome to Ebby was like No, that's that's a good day. You know, look, yeah. as a as a you know, as a person who does believe in the jinx, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just I'm just really happy that on you know, on the day he was born, the Red Sox did not lose a game that day. Yeah. Otherwise I don't know I don't know if I'd view him in the same light. Yeah. Would you, you have know? left him on the side of a mountain? <laughs> we can't we can't have this in the house. I mean it would have had to have been talked out of it, but <laughs> no, it's um yeah, the the stereotype of the dad who's not engaged. Yeah, I find a little bit annoying. Yeah, the clueless dad. Right. Yeah. Like, my dad knew what was going on. Yeah. My dad loved the game. He knew what the hell was going on right. in his house at all times. You can think about the game and your children. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, you could do. There's room for both. Look, man, you're not gonna tell me that a guy that a guy who knew. You know, ten rooms away, if the thermostat had been adjusted, that he didn't know it was going on in his own house, he knew it was going on. I think you know, I. But it's, I think it's easy though to do that for the dad because he's in most of these movies, he's not really important, right? right. Kevin McAllister's dad in, in, in Home Alone mm-hmm. is an important character, so yeah. it's easy just to kind of, all right, let's put up this paper mache, whatever it is, yeah, mm-hmm. and let's just do that. I gotta say, like, you know, we we have discussed this a bit off off mic, but um. The dad that kind of epitomizes, I don't know what's going on, has to be the dad in Cinderella. Yeah. Because, like, hey, I'm, I married this new woman, and she only cares about her daughters, um, and has actually turned my daughter into, like, a servant. A slave. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. Like, has no regard, actively insults, and, like, attacks her, like... Where is this? Like, what is he doing? And Why is her he... daughters are terrible? Oh yeah, right. And he right. surely knows that at right. this point. So. He has ears to hear, <laughs> right, and eyes to see. <laughs> like Just... the first time, she, the first time his daughter pours him wine at the table, and then goes back to the kitchen with the other scullions. What's going on in his head? <laughs> 
Is, this, is he just, okay, I guess this is what we're doing now in this house? He's just really supportive of her career choices. Um, he doesn't want to push her towards one career or another. She's and letting she, her make she, her own mistakes. If, yeah. uh, if she wants to be a scullery maid, you know, yeah. that's... I guess she just wants to try that out, yeah. you know. Get that lie to scrub out those pots. Yeah. I mean, Pick it's just... out the lentils, just, uh, depending on which, which version of it you hear. Pick out the lentils out of the, the ashes. Oh, oh! Yeah, yeah, where is it? Yeah, you know, and yeah. the, yeah. the other, the in the flip side of the Cinderella dad is the hero dad, right? The dad who goes, who like you know, runs through everything. Oh yeah, and, you know, yeah. the Mel Gibson ransom yeah. dad, yeah, yeah. Marlin and Finding Nemo. Yeah, objectively, right. sure, not a great dad. I'm gonna go with not a great dad for Marlin. How did that play out? He didn't. He was he was very worried in the beginning about right. them leaving the reef, right? And right. Then it, and then his fears came true. And mm. sheltered his son to the point where his son mm. was actually unprepared yeah. for the for the wider world outside. Yeah. I think that's gotta be part of the lesson, right? Right. You oh, know, you get sure. yeah. I mean, other than it's not, you know, dad just chill out a little bit, is that you can't you can you know you can only shelter your kids so much mm-hmm. before you're actually doing them harm. Right. You know, like Henry the Eighth and the Tudors, uh, Henry the Eighth, the you know, he washes the walls with lie after Edward's born. You know, every day they have them washed down, yeah. and sure enough, the you, kid. You get, don't do that, Paul. Sure enough, the kid gets sick. I mean, I, I, I probably because all the lie in his w- room. <laughs> it's not safe. It's a caustic substance. Every surface is covered in lie. The child puts his mouth on everything. What does he think is going to happen? Yeah. Terrible dad. Yeah. Henry the Eighth. Terrible dad. <laughs> Who you knew? heard it? You heard it here first. Who guys. knew? Uh, uh, what what about? Mar- I'm try- It's been a long time since I've seen this movie, but uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All the Way isn't he out like getting his kid a a present? Isn't that like he the- turns into a into a superhero in that movie? Right? Does for does the, he? For Am the I, thing? I are we missing that last action hero? I can't remember. Well, I, yeah, I think I, at at this point, like like that popped into my head as something that yeah. we should we could talk about, but. I think all Arnold Schwarzenegger movies are kind of running together in my head. Uh, so I don't know, like, when he turns into the Terminator in that movie. But, like, there's... If, if a toy's that hard to get, yeah, he doesn't need it. It's true. He's just playing, he's just playing into their he doesn't, hands. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't care. My, my kid doesn't care what he plays with. Yeah, I wonder when that's going to happen to me. I know it's going to happen to me. And I was definitely that kid myself Great at school. some point. Yeah, got to be great school. Yeah. It's, it's What's the, when the other kids have the stuff? And it's they the know. Yeah. The, yeah, right. It's the other so, kids' fault. So what you have exactly? So what you have to do is you have to keep your kid from other kids forever. Okay, I can right. do that. Okay. Perfect. Right. Yeah. yeah. Great. So Sold. so we should keep them. <laughs> what you're saying is from the we, outside, any exposure to the outside world because there are dangers. So you're. We should Marlin the clownfish yeah. this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. That well, will keep me from having to go to the end to to go to all ends to get a toy at Christmas. Like, also yeah. plan. You could plan a little bit. Yeah. You know, because you hear your kid talking at the dinner table. Right. Oh, it's not really, that hard. I really, but, but Paul, you're thinking about the game. You're not listening to your kid. <laughs> you're thinking about the game. Your kid's talking about the toy, and suddenly it's December 23rd. And right. You're like, I got to get my kid a present because right. Christmas is in like two weeks or something. Yeah. I, don't yeah. I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. About I don't know holidays. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is that my team is 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 footballing right yep. now. And it's a Tuesday, yeah. And that's apparently all I'm thinking about. Even though they exactly. only play, well, actually, they play one, two, three, four, up to four times a week. Okay. Not the same team though, unless it's the baseballs. You should have planned better, Arnold. <laughs> you should have. You should have just written out a schedule for yourself. Of, you know, the, okay, by December fifth, I have to get the gifts. That's it. That's yeah. all you need to do. I think for that one. He was a good dad in Last Action Hero. Now that I think about it, he had uh, the the daughter was also an, an action hero, which means he wasn't the last action hero because she was the next the action penultimate hero. action. He hero. was the yeah, pen- yeah he was the a, second to last action. That hero. title doesn't sell as well. <laughs> but yeah, you know he he let her penultimate action hero. She was out there like doing that. her thing, and he seemed okay one with of it. the last action heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite the last action hero. <laughs> one of a handful of action heroes left. Yeah. Wait. So yeah. so. What? Is the the movie technically about the daughter then? One She's of, the last action. Hero? One of a very few <laughs> action heroes currently remaining. Yeah, Darth yeah, Vader. Got to be the Darth worst. Got to be the worst. I tries to kill his kid. He yeah. tries to kill his kid. He doesn't know his kid. He what's never that, had a what's chance. The, what's the word for that? Uh, uh, it's not fratricide. No, no, it's not fratricide. Filicide. Filicide sounds right. Filicide. I've never heard that word. 
I mean, that's what I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. It is right now. I yeah. think it's filicide. 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 Something like that. Yeah, sure. Let's go with it. Filicide. Yeah, right. Right. Killing Phil. <laughs> I think I think that's got to put you, and to actually draw his only you know his only son into a objectively dark religion the purpose of which is to dominate the galaxy is also probably a bad dad move but he's trying to get his kid on the side that he thinks is going to win he's trying to keep his kid safe that way right right the empire's going to crush the rebellion and get your kid out of the rebellion look but he's you know but he's he's trying to keep him to you gotta gotta let him fly you know if he wants to take up if we look if he wants to take up arms against the regime that you essentially currently spearhead, I think you have to allow that, right? I mean, if, if it know, comes so, down, so, if it comes down to, if it comes down to it. So what you're saying if it comes is up that in your life, Darth Vader was trying to be Marlin. He was trying to. He was trying or, to. Or Marlin is Darth Vader. Well, yeah, I even, like that. Even more, that. even a little more disturbing. Yeah. What happens after the camera stopped rolling on the Finding Nemo? That's the question. Another Barracuda, man. Yeah. Chomp. Well, then Finding That's Dory it. happens, and then. Oh right, we yeah. have a sequel. That's what happens. <laughs> right. 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 And, and much pathos ensued. Yeah. Right. It's good. All right. So Darth Vader is a terrible dad or a good dad? Or where are we on this? I'm, I'm going to have to go with the initial uh, theory that he was, in fact, a terrible dad because of all the things, attempting to kill your child, like actively trying to kill your child. It's big points against? That's, that's big points against. If we're, if we're doing points for and points against, that's like a thousand points against. And then like maybe there's like 10 points for here and there. Like I, I think trying to act and and succeeding in cutting off his hand. Yeah. Mutilating your son yeah, is mutilating. general is oh, generally that's true. Yeah. that's true. Is generally a uh that's a, a big a big no no. See, I was remembering the standoff in uh, Return of the Jedi, and I think Luke takes the first swing, mm-hmm. technically, in that mm-hmm. fight, but that's after he's already lost a hand. Right. So right. You, yeah. yeah. He's a bad dad. Yeah, he's a bad dad. That's he's a bad dad. That's a shame. Well, that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much. Mike, Colin, it's been great. Yeah. Um, and thanks so much to everyone who submitted questions to us. Remember to find us on Facebook at Dads on, at the Dads on Dads on Dads page, on Twitter at Dads on Dads on Dads, or email us at Dads on Dads on Dads at gmail.com. This, po- this podcast will be available and is available on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, wherever you get your podcasts. From Outrun the Bear Media, from Mike and Colin, I'm Paul. Thank you for listening, and keep on dadding.